0: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today
1: is Friday, May 5th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that it's Cinco de Mayo on a Friday.
0: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that you, Jeff Dollar, have been helping me navigate through some sales stuff. A couple weeks ago, we talked about on the show how I am immersing myself in learning the sales part of our business because it could not be further from anything that I know. I've never had experience with it. I don't know it. I don't know the money. I don't know the negotiating. I I just don't know. So I was feeling a little defeated about it. And Jeff said he would help me, which to me means like what I needed to help boost my confidence a little bit is I needed him to tell me verbatim how to respond to emails. And write emails, which he did. And I am happy to let you know that I closed my first deal this week. That wasn't your first
1: deal. The week, Well, the, the I
0: know, but it was like my first like.
1: Back and forth and stuff.
0: It was my first back and forth and it was like my first big
1: deal. It, it It's just, it's funny to me because. It was like a
0: big package is what I sold.
1: Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's funny to me. That you are so you are so rattled and so nervous about saying or doing the wrong thing that it's just it's amusing to me because you're. I don't think you are that way in most areas of your life. I'm not. But for sales, it just you are so freaked out by it.
0: Here's why I'm freaked out by it, though, is because I sent. I have sent out probably like 120 emails in the past month, and I have heard there have been crickets. And for 120, like re- reaching out to 120 people to have no response to me says that I am the problem. Like it's but. me. Hi, I am the problem. It's me. So with your help. I was able to close a deal and I don't think that's a coincidence. Sometimes you have to look at yourself and say, I'm the problem. And I think I'm the problem here.
1: I don't think you are the problem and as evidence, how many how many times have we gotten on the phone with Karen who does our sales who is our sales person and she says, I've been making calls all week, I got nothing. Or how many times does she say, "Oh my gosh, it's a great week." 10 people called me back. And then of those 10, nine of them ghost her the next week. Yeah. It's, it goes back to the more hands you shake, the more money you make. So you put a lot. I think
0: it's the more hands you shake, the more deals you make.
1: Whatever, the, whatever it is, you just got out there. You threw a whole bunch of, you know, rocks in the air. A few of them are going to hit you on the way down. A lot of them are just going to fall off to the side. You never see them again. A few of them are going to hit you. So I'm glad that one hit you. I hope that gave you. and And I think it's just, I think it's funny because you are so good at relationships and so good at talking to people and so good at being friendly and engaging. And I think because it's the word sales, you're intimidated by it. But all sales is.
0: It's like being intimidated by somebody else on a date. It's like, you know what you're doing. You're pretty yes, confident with yourself. That's exactly what
1: it's like for you. But you get in front of
0: this person that you like and you're like, oh. all of a sudden you like forget what your name is. And you're like, I, I, mm-hmm. like well, your, why am I this way?
1: You know what it is? It's your, you look at every sales call you have as a potential date with Justin Timberlake.
0: Yeah, I I really do. You're so
1: intimidated. You're so worried that you're going to say one word wrong and he'll never speak of you again.
0: Yeah, it's really, really weird. Okay, it's Friday. Scale one to 10 check-in. Jeff Dollar, how are you this week?
1: I'm going to go. I would have said up until 15 minutes ago, it would have been a seven because- Tell us
0: why you're above a seven. What happened five minutes ago? Now it's
1: an 8.5. I was a seven because I feel I just get in my own- head. uh, There's so much about being an entrepreneur that's that is just crossing T's and dotting I's. And I know that's important, but it doesn't feel productive to me. Mm -hmm. So when I see you and I have entire days where we are just responding to emails, putting out fires, handling business, doing things like taxes or budgets or Spreadsheets, you know, stuff that's not creative and invigorating and exciting. I it it feels like a wasted day. I logically know it's not, and I feel accomplished at the end of the week, but during the day, it drives me nuts. Yeah. So, uh, so so that was bringing me down because we I I had, I don't know about you, but I had a couple of days like that this week. Then I went outside just a few minutes before we recorded and saw that my grass is starting to come in and that immediately added a point and a half to my score. Did I'm at you, 8.5.
0: Can you post that picture? Yeah. Why? Cause I just think everyone wants to celebrate in your joy.
1: Well, I, let's give it two more days because <laughs> it's, it's starting to, I it's fe-
0: sprouting.
1: I feel like I am. Yeah, I I am excited, but you can only see the guard. I didn't I looked at it and didn't see it, but then I was on the other side of the yard and looked across and you could kind of see it. Mm-hmm. So it's coming in very fine. It's probably one like one
0: blade at a time. Yes.
1: But it's happening.
0: It is happening.
1: I'm just worried about that's in the left side of the yard. The rightmost side I haven't even properly done yet because I just needed a place to put all the dirt in the bags and the whatever. So I was like, I'm going to get out and nobody really goes over there. It's just like the path to the gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, I'm not going to worry about that right now. Left side's coming in the center. I haven't seen anything yet. And I'm worried because that got a little trampled on when I was cutting down that tree limb. Yeah. So I might have to revisit, reseed that, but I feel good. How about you scale of one to 10? Where are you at? Big, I- you closed your big deal.
0: I closed my big deal. Yep. Um I am an 8 this week. I'm Ish. pretty good. I am, you know, like constantly stressed about money. Yep. Um which is never fun, but I feel like that might be my new it It is so funny because don't, everyone Don't
1: manifest that into being a forever.
0: I won't. I'm just saying like I it is funny because I other people that we that work for us are making the most money they've ever made and we're making the they're making so much and we're like oh my gosh like i wish i could take joyful pride in everyone else's celebration
1: i'm excited have you noticed on the spreadsheets down at the bottom every time they update the very bottom line shows the total annual Right, the total outstanding. So that how how much we will pay out total? Yeah, to people, mm-hmm. it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Now, I am currently waiting for some extra money to come my way so I can get a couple of pairs of old navy shorts. But you know what? It's not about me. It's not about me. Our
0: creators are making money. I'll
1: cut my <laughs> jeans. I'll cut my jeans off.
0: Please don't. I'll Please do Please
1: don't. I'll cut my jeans off. No, no. And be totally fine. I'll no. do I'll do the jorts.
0: No, no jorts for you. Um, so it feels good, but it is scary about that. And then our bedroom is a pigsty. Yeah. Like usually if our room is messy, it's because of me, but. No, it's me. <laughs> I cannot believe that you have been okay with leaving our bedroom the way that I spend for five days and no judgment here. Cause I'm usually the messy one, but I think you're f- the, the, f- you you were well-intentioned with putting your laundry basket in the corner of our bedroom thinking, oh, I'll just put my, and now there's like, it's become the chair. Yeah. Which is fine. It yeah. doesn't bother me.
1: The reason. But I'm sure it bothers you. It's terrible. It drives me nuts. I don't even go in the bedroom unless it's to sleep. And then I only go in with the lights off because <laughs> uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to tackle it this weekend. The reason it's this huge pile is because somehow I ended up commingling dirty clothes with clean clothes.
0: Mm, that's a toughie. So,
1: so now, either I have to rewash everything or go through and sort whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's number one, and number two, um, I'm really, really, I'm, I, I am, I, I am really trying to to downsize, like not downsize, be more organized. I don't even know what the word is. I just don't want to put the stuff back in the closet. Right? Like, th- for example, there's a sweater that I don't love mm-hmm. that I maybe wore once this mm-hmm. winter and remembered I didn't love it. But as for some reason, it goes back in the closet rather than going into the yeah. Goodwill church collection box thing. You
0: remember? You know what I. Because
1: I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why.
0: You know what I was thinking about? About you. When I was looking at that pile of clothes, because really, I hope
1: he's not underneath it dead. Because I wouldn't know for two years.
0: It That's- makes it sound like you have an abundance of clothes. You actually really don't. And I was thinking of your closet now and then your closet when I first met you. When I first met Jeff Dollar, he lived in a house that had what well, was the house he lived in when he was married, and there were two walk-in closets. And you had two full closets of clothes shoes. Like, I don't know if you remember that, but I remember the first my was in your bedroom. I remember at slash bathroom being like, Oh my gosh, this guy is like two full walk-in closets of clothes. And now your life is so much more pared down.
1: Yeah. And I want it to be down even more. I want, I would love, I would love to be one of those minimalist people.
0: See, but, and I know that you would, I kind of miss the days of fashion. Jeff.
1: I don't have anywhere to be fashionable.
0: Well, if you had fashionable clothes, then we would find somewhere to go. Uh, yeah,
1: I can't afford fashionable clothes. Well, fashionable you can right now. Is old navy cargo shorts or washing my jorts?
0: No, on cargo shorts ever. Okay, I have a question for you. So I, I, s-
1: I need pockets to keep my other stuff in.
0: I my question is, so it's it was in the news this week that somebody bought that Jeffrey Epstein Island. Like, I think it's off the coast of St. Thomas, where a lot of, like, bad stuff happened. Yeah. Whatever. He was a billionaire. He owned... A, he, an I don't
1: think you have to explain to anybody who Jeffrey Epstein
0: No, is. but the island was, like, one of his properties. And they've been trying to sell it. Nobody has bought it or who whatever. It? The,
1: did the government confiscate it, or was it owned by his estate, or do you even know?
0: I think it was... Mm, I don't know. Okay. Um... Yeah, it says it's been in limbo for a couple of years. It doesn't say who. So anyways, this is a huge thing. It finally sold. Now, before I tell you any other part of the story, whatever, do you think it is possible to ever get rid or flip that bad of energy? Absolutely. You
1: do? Uh Because I... Believe I had somebody tell me this so many years ago. I think at the time she was an intern of mine at a radio station I worked at. And I don't know what she was talking about, but she said that energy, keep in mind what you learned in seventh grade science class energy can neither be created or destroyed. Mm -hmm. It's just energy is just energy. Mm -hmm. Um, But you can 100% change its form. Mm-hmm. So from a solid to a liquid, from a liquid to a gas, from a gas back to a liquid, right? You can change the properties of something physical and also of energy, mm-hmm. right? So I have since then have believed that if a place has a, an abundance of energy, even if it's negative energy, that potentially could be a good thing. Because now there's a ton of energy there that you can start flipping to something positive.
0: And well, my first thought was absolutely no. Like, you're living on a private island that somebody like that used to live on. And who knows what happened? Like, we'll probably never know the full extent of what happened. Sure. So every time I would go vacation there, I would be like, it, it just to me would be tainted forever. Then I read a little more into it. Cause I was like, what, mm, who is this? Like, is this going to be a vacation thing? Is it going to be something like they renovate and then act like, I don't know. I was just weirded out by the whole thing. So the guy that bought it is going to turn it into a resort. And that may be the only way to flip the energy. That many people's good energy, good memories, good whatever. I
1: believe, I believe that one person could do it. I don't. If there's an abundance of, if there's an abundance of energy in any form, you have the possibility. Just think of the time. Think of how quickly a room full of happy people can become miserable because of one person right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. if you're at a birthday party if you're at a birthday dinner at a restaurant and there's a dozen people sitting around a table and they're having the greatest time ever and then somebody shows up and they're just right? right they can change the energy of the whole birthday party like that your server at the restaurant if the server's just grumpy if the table next to you is grumpy that energy you can you can destroy that energy you got to believe that it's possible the right way, the other way too.
0: Um, And to answer your question. So with the way the court stuff went down, the, um, under the settlement that happened, the U.S. Virgin Islands government gets half the proceeds yep. from the sale. Right. And they're going to use the money to establish a trust to fund support services and counseling for victims of sexual abuse and human trafficking. That so is, That flips great, the energy right there. Yeah. So hopefully, um, it's, I feel like. Yes. That's what I like. Dusting your hands off of that situation. Ugh. Also in random news, I've decided that I have a new when we win the lottery dream. Cuz my oh. first dream is the senior dog sanctuary, right?
1: Uh, on a on a private island in the US Virgin Islands. Right.
0: No, it's the it's so I've got the dog sanctuary for seniors, right? Yeah. I've got my private plane, so that's like the second dream. And the third dream might not even be when we win the lottery. It might be when 1022 becomes successful enough that you can buy shorts from Old Navy with confidence. Yeah. I want to be one of those people that goes to some obscure, small Italian town and buys a rundown property for $5,000 and flips it into somewhere you can stay. Okay. I want to be a resident of an, in an obscure foreign town.
1: So, a foreign, out? Uh, you mean out of the country?
0: Mm-hmm. like Italy.
1: Okay. Oh, so you want to go to the way suburbs of Rome to a town that, that has one Italian traffic light. Yes. Buy a house that's been there for 400 years. Yes. It probably, if for some reason, I feel like all of those old houses used to be a monastery or a convent. hmm probably. You know, 600 years ago or whatever. Yeah. You go in. Rehab the whole thing, and it becomes your summer home.
0: Yes, that's what I'm thinking. And, and you I you get keep-
1: to say things where where you're going. Oh, uh, nah, I can't this summer. I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, Mother Teresa's house, and they're like, Mother, you're, I didn't know your mom's name was Teresa. And you'd be like, Oh, no, 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 that's the convent I rehabbed in Italy.
0: Yeah. First of all, great talking point. Great conversation piece. Second of all, what an incredible adventure to have. And third of all, I read months ago, I read a story about a couple that did that for like $200,000. And then I just read an article today about this woman who randomly in an online auction was like, yeah, I'm going to bid on an Italian villa. It was like the high, the, she wanted to be the highest bid. So she was like, I'll do $4,000. And she got an email like a month later. They're like, yeah, it's yours. You want it? Like not want it, but like you were the highest bidder. Send so us, here send you go. Us the four
1: grand and you're in.
0: Yeah. So she sent them the $4,000 or 4,000 pounds or whatever. And then, yeah, now she owns. Now she has to pay to do work on it. So she had to spend like 30 grand on asbestos and a new roof and yeah. whatever. But that to me... I'm in. Yeah. For that adventure. That you know where you could start is Syracuse. You and I have talked about this. This is like a little secret. I'm not going to call it a dream. A secret little fixation that you and I have had.
1: There's a there's an Instagram account called Syracuse History. I'm from Syracuse, New York. And I think the guy who runs it is a real estate agent. By trade, that's what he does for a living. But he also focuses on all these little neat parts of, of Syracuse, Syracuse, yeah, the architecture, cool little tidbits, cool little nuggets that I like to see because I'm from there. And then I would tell Callie about them enough that she just started following the account. So, uh, but every couple of weeks, I, it must be some sort of program through the city or the county or through the banks. But there will be a house for sale, and and it says here is a house. It's one hundred years old. It's for sale for sixteen thousand dollars one six sixteen mm-hmm. thousand dollars. It requires eighty four thousand dollars worth of rehab work, based on our estimators. So you have to have you have to be able to qualify for hundred thousand dollars in funding. Yeah, but if you get it, it's yours. And you can't help but look at it and say, this is a beautiful own home. It's a beat up. It's falling apart. It hasn't
0: been kept up, but it has the bones of a beautiful house. There's a
1: tree growing through the basement into the living room,
0: but it's $16,000. It has lead paint, but it's (laughs) $16,000. I mean, yeah, I have a little pipe dream of doing that. When we have some extra spending cash, you know, after we've bought, our actual home. After we we bought Mother Teresa's convent, we're going to get, yeah,
1: we're going to get, you know, uh, Joey Carbone's duplex in Syracuse.
0: Ellie made me a mom. And one of the things I struggle with is to capture Everything that I want to tell her about my life and pass it on to her, and I think about ways to do that. But one of them is through Storyworth. And listen up, because this is a great Mother's Day gift for any mother figure in your life. So Storyworth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. This is always something that people regret is not capturing their loved one's stories. So here's what you do: you go to Storyworth and you get to choose from a huge selection of questions, right? So you'll pick out what questions you want the recipient to get. Once a week for a whole year, StoryWorth is gonna email them these prompts and they can fill out. And a lot of times they're questions that maybe you would have never thought to ask um, or it can feel weird to ask someone a question directly, but you can get these in your StoryWorth. And they might be questions that you have never thought to ask your loved ones. And they'll do that once a week for a year. And then at the end of the year, StoryWorth is going to turn all of those responses into a book and you can buy as many copies of the book as you want for you and your family to have forever. This is a really amazing service and you do not want to sleep on this. Get those memories and have them forever. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years, StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash upside. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash upside to save $10 on your first purchase, storyworth.com slash upside.
1: You can now save 10% off of Caraway products from their internet-famous cookware to their newly launched food storage set simply by going to carawayhomecom slash upside10 that's U-P-S-I-D-E 10 thats upside D E one zero. Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like PFAS, PTFE, PFOA or other how hard to pronounce chemicals or weird initial things and their naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning. Yes, you can put them in the dishwasher. Yes, they have over forty thousand reviews of the Caraway kitchen and now it's try, It's time to try it for yourself. We have the Caraway frying pan and it doesn't even go in the cabinet. It just lives on the stove because we use it every single day. It is truly Callie's favorite piece in our kitchen and she will try to cook anything in it. And it looks brand new because it's so slick on the inside, it's so easy to clean, and it's so easy to use. So once again, save 10% by going to CarawayHome.com slash Upside10 to take advantage of this limited-time offer for 10% off your next purchase. Deals exclusive to Upside listeners, com slash Upside10, or just use Upside10 at checkout. non toxic cookware made modern.
0: Cozy Earth is a personal luxury brand that offers a variety of bedding, loungewear, and bath products to elevate your life. Now, it's not just to any company, and I say that because there are a lot of companies out there that want to take your money that we work so hard for, and then the products arrive and they can be disappointing. Okay, no, 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 no. Not with Cozy Earth. You are going to be impressed from the second you open the package that you order. They take such pride in their products. The packaging is wonderful. The product is high quality. And here's what's really cool. It comes with a 10-year warranty. That is right. I said 10 years. So if your sheets, something happens to them in 10 years, which by the way, is like forever, you can get a new set. No questions asked. And that is something that I love about Cozy Earth because they stand behind their products and they know that their products are luxury, but they know that they are going to stand the test of time and they're really proud of them. So they back them up. I love that. And I love the experience of being a Cozy Earth customer. Every step of the way, I know that they care from the time I get the package to their warranty and their return policy. It is a company that I am so proud to support. And once you try your first Cozy Earth product, product, you are never going to go back. Their products are so unbelievably cozy. So the word cozy in their name is definitely fitting. You can get a 40% off discount. Yes, 40% off. That's what they gave the upside. Go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy, C-O-Z-Y and check out what all of the Cozy Earth hype is all about. I promise you, once you try it, you will never go back. Callieandjeff.com slash cozy.
1: Here are your three random things for today. I got this one uh, just for you and for Ellie, Callie. Strawberry Frosties coming back to Wendy's for the summer.
0: I didn't know it was ever a thing the first time around.
1: Neither did I. And I have a little bit of an issue with the flavored Frosties because when I was growing up, back in my day, a Frosty was just chocolate. You didn't have to specify a flavor when you were ordering it.
0: And no one Wendy's. was complaining right. about having just a chocolate option.
1: Right. That was what it is. It ain't broke. But you and Ellie both love you some strawberry. If it's strawberry flavored, Ellie wants it. And she got that addiction from from you. So when these get on the menu at the Wendy's near us, I will pick you guys up a large strawberry frosty and you can share it and report back on whether or not it's delicious.
0: Your second random thing <laughs> for today. What was that look for? Nothing.
1: Oh, you just kind of gave me a look like it wouldn't be delicious.
0: I don't think it will be.
1: Oh, because it's not chocolate.
0: Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I am very, I didn't
1: know if there was some classic
0: weird- about certain okay. things and don't touch my frosty. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Like gotta be chocolate. I said what I said. Your second random thing for today is that Michelle Obama is launching a healthy food company and it's going to be called Plesi, Um, And, First of all, I mean, I do love her, but I feel like if you have to include a a pronouncer,
1: oh uh, yeah, I hate when
0: brands do that when they're like, here's how you say it, but like "Hmm."
1: the worst is that has happened to us a few times with the podcast where we get an advertiser and we don't pronounce it correctly because it's Mm
2: -hmm.
1: just you know they're trying to be fancy and then they get mad at us. Like Like,
0: it's like the wonders.
1: Yes. It's
0: like the O'Neaters. From,
1: from that thing you do, yes.
0: The word is out on you, o-netters. Um, On you, onetters. That's onetters. Okay, so she is launching a fruit juice for kids that contains 75% less sugar than average leading um, 100% fruit juices. And it's packed with nutrients. And this was like her cause, like yeah. getting kids moving and stuff like that when she was the first lady. So it's cool to see a first lady after their tenure continuing to do stuff and launching your own brand. So super cool.
1: And your third random thing is if you are a person who eats out a lot, know that you are getting tremendous portions. Uh, A prevention magazine study said that an order of spaghetti, just plain spaghetti, you know, marinara at a restaurant, a typical restaurant is seven times bigger than the spaghetti that you would plate yourself if you made it at home.
0: Um yeah, and America has a big old problem with
1: this. And a porterhouse steak That you get in a restaurant is usually advertised by the ounces and it'll be a 16 or a 20 or a 22 ounce porterhouse steak. Yeah. That's five to seven times the recommended portion of red red meat for a meal. So So
0: bigger is not necessarily better.
1: Those are your three random things.
0: Your beautiful human alert for today is about some police officers from Powder Springs, Georgia, which is our neck-ish of the woods. Last week, the officers noticed that there was a veteran who um, hadn't eaten in some time, and they stopped to talk to him. He said he had lost 50 pounds recently, just not being able to afford food. He was on hard times, and he wasn't expecting his next um, VA check for a couple of weeks. So the officers took their own money, went to the grocery store, and filled the guy's fridge and kitchen with food. And I just think that's so cool. Again, it makes me so sad that there is someone that served our country that would have to struggle with, um, you know, food insecurity. I just I hate that. But I'm so glad that these police officers took the time to talk to the guy and help him out a little bit. So, to the officers from the Powder Springs, Georgia Police Department, you are our beautiful humans this week. Thank you for listening to The Upside podcast. with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow.
1: I have a random thought that I hope someday becomes a thing. If you are a school principal or uh, working at school administration in any way, I think you should randomly call two or three kids down to the office per week or per day, whatever your schedule permits. Just call a couple kids down and tell them stuff that's really great about them. Don't single out the brightest kids who made the honor roll or who volunteered X number of service hours or whatever. And then don't, just bring that, just do it randomly. Find a couple facts about those kids that are really awesome. Because I think inherently, This country has a fear of being called into an office. Mm -hmm. Think about it. When you're at work and the boss says, hey, will you come see me after lunch?
0: You're like, oh my God, I'm getting
1: fired. Nobody immediately goes, here comes my raise. Right. Here comes my promotion. It's immediate dread. When your when your girlfriend or boyfriend calls you and says, Hey, call me on your way home from work. We have to talk. You're not like Oh, I bet she won a, a trip to the beach in the auction, and they're gonna—we're gonna plan right. that trip. It's oh gosh, what's gonna happen? Yeah, and I think that starts in school because the only time you get called to the office unexpectedly mm-hmm. in school is if you're about to get in trouble. <laughs> That's true. So I think we flip it. Mm-hmm. I would like that to make it. I would like to make that a campaign.
2: I love that. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Mary. I am on my way to teach my two-year-old, and I was listening to today's show. What's the most random thing you've said this week as a teacher? Um, Mine would be, I don't want your booger. You'll need to get a tissue. Love you guys.
1: Callie, Jeff, it is Steve from Apopka weighing in on the Arizona teacher tiny home. Haven't really done any research. I'm not a financial guy at all. I'll probably be working up until lunch hour on the day that I die. But on the surface, I'm guessing a tiny home is probably closer to 50 or 60 grand. That's what, $500,000, $600,000. Why don't they take that and increase the teacher salaries and in turn draw better teachers into their system? Keep up the good work. Bye.
2: I was actually calling in response to one of your other callers who had called about the rotisserie chicken and was trying to come up with ideas for lunches. Um, I think it's Tyson makes the chicken breast strips that are already cooked. Those are really good to throw on a salad or whatever. And then if you buy the big cans of like canned chicken from Costco or Sam's and mash up avocado, or you can buy the avocado smash stuff now, too. And mix that up, that would also be something that she could throw on a salad. So I just want to throw that out there because, yeah, those rotisserie chickens. It's a lot of work for hardly any meat anymore, and I can't feed my family of four with two young children off of one anymore. So I think they are getting smaller. Love your show. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Uh, I am a teacher. I teach high school juniors, and yesterday I had to threaten to write a child up Uh, because he would not stop talking about alcoholic beverages, i.e. like, hey, so-and-so, you look like you drink Bud Light. Okay, you have to stop saying things like that, friend. Anyways, happy teacher appreciation to everyone else. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I was listening to today's broadcast and wanted to give you a perspective of what I experienced yesterday with the Atlanta shooting. I work in Midtown, two blocks away from where everything went down yesterday. So I was on a Zoom call and, you know, talking to a client and all of a sudden overhead, our security made an announcement that said, this is not a drill. There is an active shooter in the area. Please take cover, go to a secured location immediately. So when security came by, you know, still on this call, he grabbed my elbow and said, please go in this room now. So I went into a locked closet. So I was in a locked closet for three hours yesterday, and my phone was blowing up with my family my friends. And then I was trying not to panic, and I was trying to be calm and, you know, reassure my loved ones. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. and. So I was relieved when on my way home, I heard that they had, you know, found him. And when I watched the footage on news last night, I was sad for him and I was sad for the lady who, who passed away and those other people who were shot. And I just kept watching the news and I tried to go to sleep, but I could not turn my brain off because I love Atlanta. I love my city. And I just, was heartbroken I know I don't know how to explain it
1: but I have a certain set of skills that allow me to deal with this stuff and I realized with gratitude
0: optimism is sustainable if you can find something to be grateful for then you find something to look forward to and you carry on